welcome, 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 and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Wow, Love, Light, Inspire, the podcast where we speak to amazing, inspirational women on various topics, and I hope you like it just as much as I do. Now, today, I'm going to be the speaking to you. Now, I'm Lorraine Roberts. I'm your host, and I help people start new businesses, find direction, get into action, and beat procrastination. Now, you can find me on the Facebook group, Women of Love, Light, and Inspiration Community. Come, join us there. We post all sorts of things daily, so you're always going to find something interesting and something to see. Now, today, I'm going to be speaking to you about my passion, and that's self-development. I love self-development. I love improving myself, and I love just working on myself and getting myself to become a much better person than I ever was before. So today, I'm going to be speaking to you about beliefs, what they are, where they come from, and how do you navigate the world of beliefs, because we're all got so many beliefs. So I don't know if you've ever thought about it and question where these beliefs actually come from. Where, you know, where are these convictions from? You know, and they're so strong within us. How do we get them? And why are they there? And why do we believe them when some of the things that we believe really aren't great? So often we hear people talk about beliefs and they're just talking about religious beliefs. But beliefs themselves go a lot, lot deeper than that. Now, there's three types of beliefs. Ones we hold about ourselves, one we hold about others, and the other is what we know to be true about the world around us. And all of our beliefs affect us and influence us in every decision and everything we think about. So our beliefs can be positive and they can be negative. They can hold us back. And they can really excel us. Now, the most common beliefs are, you know, murder's wrong, love is good, and you should always help people when they need helping. You know, lying and stealing is bad, and being nice to other people is really important. We can believe that we have to shower every day. We need to believe that we need to clean our teeth every day. And one of the really funny little ones that we can believe is that giving is better than receiving. Now, there's a lot of truth in that one, but it's my truth. So what do you believe? Interesting. So we can also have negative beliefs. Things like, I'm a failure. I'm worthless. I don't deserve things. People always hurt me all the time. If we believe that, that is our reality. Now, our beliefs shape our thinking. They govern our thoughts, they govern our words, they influence our behavior, they influence our feelings and our actions as well. And they are what makes decision making really, really easy and they are what keeps us safe. They protect us so we won't feel pain, we won't feel hurt and betrayal. It doesn't always work though, does it? They are the most deeply held assumptions about ourselves and everything in the world around us that we can have. They make us who we are and who we are not because they filter our behavior and our thoughts and how we relate to everything and everyone around us. So whatever your core beliefs are, it is the truth to you. It is your reality. My core beliefs are my reality. And this reality may not be the truth to everyone else. But it certainly is our truth because our filters, which we've placed 
on people, places and times because of our past experiences. So perhaps it is time to look more deeply into our own belief. So how our beliefs start? Well, a majority of our beliefs are formed in our subconscious mind and are not something we are consciously decide to believe. And the majority are formed in our early childhood between the ages of one and three. That's where most of our, our beliefs are formed. But by the time we're seven, almost everything is set in concrete. And that's exactly what we believe, or less we choose to change it as we get older. So you might have heard the Catholic Church say, give me a child until the age of seven and I will show you the man. So you can shape a child to have the values you want them to if you raise them in the first seven years of their life. And after this, the majority of their values have already been set. It's a bit scary, isn't it? So what happens to us before the age of seven is the most critical thing in our entire life. So our beliefs initially come from our environment and the culture that we were born into, which affects our family life. So we often take on our parents' beliefs and they take on their parents' beliefs. We've taken on their parents' beliefs. We've taken on their parents' belief. So we have generational beliefs running through our own beliefs. Now these people, our parents, are the most influential people in our life and the people we love and trust the most. So they teach us by their behavior and what they say to us. So if our parents have been taught things from our grandparents or haven't been taught things by our grandparents, that will affect their behavior to us, which means it's generational. So positive experiences in life can shape some of our beliefs, having a good effect on our self-esteem, whereas negative experiences can have a huge detrimental effect and destroy our self-belief, our self-worth and our self-love and totally destroy our future life. So two people faced with exactly the same experiences can have a totally different belief system as they've taken on different aspects of the event and made them mean very different things, which is what happens with siblings, especially with twins. A child cannot grasp concept that things are just said without meaning or just flippantly said and they take everything as we say as gospel and can internalize them into their belief systems about themselves they make everything they hear as general and all about them so beliefs are very very generalized or if they have seen or heard an example of a man behaving badly as an example they may internalize men can't be trusted or all men are bastards. They make everything they hear as general and all about them. So beliefs are very generalized. So as an example, if children have seen or heard an example of a man behaving badly, if mum has whinged about dad, if dad's gone to the pub, they might come home and carry on, then these little children may internalize it to mean that Men can't be trusted. All men go to the pub and are alcoholics. All men are bastards. And they make it mean the world is a scary place because mum's done a nana over dad. So the world is scary. And maybe mum's made the children fear their father when basically nothing happened. But to a little two-year-old or a three-year-old, it's meant a lot. And it's meant very differently to what's really happened. Let's say your two or three-year-old has been scolded or punished for something that they may 
have done. And they will make this scolding or this punishment mean that there's something wrong with me or I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable. Or they may even make it mean I fail at relationships because I can't have a relationship with my mother. The two-year-old isn't able to see the rationality behind what happened, but instead makes it a generalization about themselves or someone else or the world around them. These are called limiting beliefs as they are restricting the child in some way and affects them for the rest of their life unless they address it, they challenge it, and they change it. All of these beliefs were formed and are based on a singular event that we have generalized as a small child into the whole of life in order to protect us and allow us to survive. It has nothing to do with peace and happiness in our life, which is what we're all seeking realistically. And negative beliefs often keep us isolated and keep us away from others who we perceive from the eyes of that little child may hurt and harm us. So a mother might tell a child to go away because she's doing something or didn't want the child around at that particular moment. Maybe it wasn't appropriate for the child. The child may interpret the event as not being wanted, not being lovable, not being good enough, but it wasn't that at all. But that's the truth to the child. And that's what the child has made the belief to be and carries it for the rest of their life into their adult years. So our beliefs are subconscious. We don't really think about them. They often just happen. They're logical to us as they try to keep us safe. We understand them and understand why we believe them. So we don't question the validity of these beliefs, which aren't even the truth half the time. So we need to take responsibility for our beliefs. You know, as adults, we are responsible for our own beliefs because family and culture plays a big part in initially forming our belief system and does or can form sometimes a formidable barrier to change should we be aware of it as adults. We can choose to think differently or we can choose to stay the same. Our belief system will affect the way we react to situations in life. So let's take two people who both fail an exam and they may look at the situation differently. The person who has a poor self-belief system would see themselves as a failure. They could get depressed. They could never try again as this was a pattern in life and it was a waste of time them even trying. So they give up. Or another person who's got a good self-belief could look at the situation, feel disappointed because they did fail. Because they have a good self-belief, they know that they didn't proper, properly prepare and they know that next time they will do better. And they do. They're a success. But the first person has given up. It's useless. There's no point trying because their belief is their truth. So they can't pass. So they won't pass. So not all our beliefs are subconscious. You know, we can make a deliberate effort to change the things our parents have taught us, or we can choose to keep these beliefs because they just seem right to us. So things like our football team is a good example of something that we take on later in life. And it may not be directed by the family. Religious and spiritual beliefs is another thing that we may look at and we they're not necessarily as important for us to take on the family beliefs. So we either accept what our parents taught us as the truth and the way to, to go on with our life, 
or we may choose to go a different way and have a different set of beliefs. So we can have the same with attitudes to sex and all sorts of other things like that. So we can change what we believe. We don't have to follow our children's examples. Now, Carl Jung said, your vision will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Who looks outside dreams? Who looks inside awakens? That is so true. The only way we can make change is to look into our own heart, see what it is, and then it will be. we will awaken. So beliefs can be changed, but the hardest thing to do is to become aware of our beliefs in the first place and the patterns that we're running in our lives. We do have the ability to vary all of our beliefs once we've seen them, but what we don't see, we cannot change. So we have to see them first. So by changing our beliefs to suit the circumstances of our lives can bring massive change for us. For example, if we believe that all men are bastards, then this is the only type of man that we will attract. Because deep down, we believe that everybody, every man is like that, can't be trusted. So only men that can't be trusted are going to fit our standards, which will reinforce our beliefs. But it's not the truth. It's definitely not the truth. So we will reject everybody who is not a bastard, basically. So Carl Jung also said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. So true. Until we can see what the realistic reality is, everything else will just shape our whole life. So we need to ask and understand our beliefs. And self-reflection is the only way to discover what your beliefs are. Listening to your internal dialogue to see what thoughts are coming to the surface. Are these beliefs real? Are they true? Or are they something you made up when you were a small child? Ask your family for external feedback. It's amazing what they will tell you because they listen to your language that you use and they will see what you think and you believe about yourself. And then it will all be illuminated to you. Also analyze what traits habits and behaviors in others irritate you because this is a great way of seeing what you don't like and what your beliefs are. So take responsibility for your beliefs by asking yourself what your beliefs are and why do you believe them? Why is it you believe this? Did you make a conscious decision to believe the, th the things you do or not? By deconstructing your beliefs, and understanding where your beliefs come from will give you a better understanding of who you are and how you think about things. Sometimes the belief you had as a child remain with us, even though they serve no purpose whatsoever. Now, as adults, and some of these can be destructive, some little voice in your head keeps talking to that two-year-old child that made the belief and who was hurt and injured as if they are still hurt and in the same place now. So things change, but the little child inside us doesn't see the change, doesn't believe that things are different. So my mum always told me that I had a shocking memory and I believed her and she was right. I did have a shocking memory. My ex used to say the same thing. So he reinforced it. So it didn't matter if he sent me out with a list, I never remembered it. I believed him. It was my reality. 
I had a shocking memory because I didn't try because I didn't believe I could try. I didn't believe it was possible for me to have a memory. This was my reality. It was my truth. Now, until a couple of years ago when I decided to stop believing it, and now I have a fabulous memory. Don't tell me that I can't remember what happened yesterday because I can. So we have to be very careful about what we say to our children as we have no idea what they're taking on as their own reality. Now, the other day in a shopping centre, I heard a mum absolutely go ballistic at her little eight-year-old girl. Now, this little girl had been handed a full cup of very cold smoothie and she dropped it on the ground and it had gone everywhere. Mum started screaming, so what's wrong with you today? You keep doing stupid things. Oh, you stupid little girl. Now, this little girl could have taken on either that there's something wrong with her or that she was stupid. I wonder what she honestly thought. She stood there just so upset. She now didn't have a smoothie. I'm sure the mother didn't mean either of these things that she said and would have been mortified if she understood that her words could have been taken so literally and expanded to mean that she wasn't good enough, her mother didn't love her, her mother didn't want her around, or that she was such a useless person. You know, this little girl could have seriously thought some really negative things about herself, but it was what the mother had told her and quite possibly, the little girl thought that these were reality. So we often sabotage things, and it's our beliefs that make us do it. As we sabotage ourselves and our achievements because of beliefs. We have, we have the belief that we are not worthy of success. Our belief has made us afraid of success because that's not safe. Or we're afraid of failure as we don't think that we can actually achieve anything. And it's easier to fail than it is to succeed because we know how to deal with failure. So we don't have the belief that we can do whatever it is we're trying to do. So ask yourself the questions. Take time and revisit them often. As the more often you do this, the more you will discover about your whole belief system and you will start to unravel all the beliefs that you have in your life so you can move on more powerfully. So what was said to you as a child by your parents, your teachers, shopkeepers, grandparents or any adults in your life that you believed as a child that you don't believe now? And think is silly to believe because sometimes what we believe just doesn't make sense. And is that true? Is it true now? A harder thing to do is to look at what you believe when you're a child that still affects you now, even though you know that it's not true. So ask yourself, what is the effect? What are you still holding on to? What negative belief have you carried into your adult life that still affects you, that you still believe very strongly? When you were a child, what did your family believe that you now don't believe? Your grandparents believe. Do your parents and your siblings still believe this? And what have you taught your kids about this belief? Are you carrying it forward? And have you made a conscious decision to change the things you used to believe? What are you doing about that?
And are they your beliefs in the first place? You know, are you just adopting your parents, your spouses, your siblings, your grandparents' belief? Or was it just what you grew up and you just wanted to be accepted by them? So have you taken them on so that you are accepted? Now, one saying that I really love, and I've really used this a lot in my own life, if you think you can, you're right. And if you think you can't, you're also right. So true. If you think you can't, you're right. You're right. You can't do it, regardless of how much you can do it, because you think you can't. Now, your beliefs will not change overnight. It will take a lot of self-awareness and a lot of practice to change the thought patterns that you may be automatically running on a daily basis. The neural pathways in your brain have been established over your lifetime and they need to be altered to run different patterns. That Add that to the fact that we are hardwired to stand our ground on our beliefs and not change what we originally thought is real. And we have a double factor for not changing and for it being really, really hard. So the more you practice the belief change, the faster it will happen. So the more you catch your brain and your mind saying a belief that's not true, and you go, that's not right. And replacing it with whatever it is you want, the faster change will happen. Now that you're an adult living your life, which beliefs will you take forward? Now surround yourself with people in your life that have the beliefs that you now want to embrace. If you're finding working on this hard and you're blind to the things that are obvious to others, ask for help. Get someone to work with you. You will quicken the results by asking for help. Help makes a massive difference. It really quickens the whole pace of what change can be like. So thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. So wow, Love Light Inspire the podcast, please subscribe so you never miss another episode. So thank you. Thank you for listening to me today. I'm Lorraine Roberts, your host. I help people getting started in business, find direction, get into action and beat procrastination. So if you want to become successful and really get going in life, then I'm the person that you need to speak to. I'm going to give you ideas, methods, and I'm going to make you accountable for everything that you say you're going to do. And you're going to have so much success. So come get in touch with me. Have a free strategy session with me. So what have you got to lose? Thank you, Nanissa. She's the person who puts this podcast together for you. She's the one who cuts out all my blunders, all my mistakes, and gets it all together. Thank you, Nissa. And please join our Facebook group. We post every day on there. And the website, lots and lots of information on the website, www.lovelightinspire.com. Thank you.